Bees Secrets, we, uh, we're back. We're talking about leadership and uh, how it relates to sports, teams, uh, making progress, really, in anything. But uh, just because the cool thing about leadership is that there will be followers. If you are truly a leader, just by the definition of the word, there will be people who are trying to emulate your path and the progress. And I know what it's like to follow leaders to uh, no end of uh, progress and actually getting hurt through track training, through overtraining, and just becoming frustrated by where I was led to. And just we're going to talk about what we learned from it. Marcus has cool, I think, experiences with it. And I know I do too. And what I want to be in the field, whether fitness or in the future with track, it's going to be based on this conversation about leadership. So, Marcus, what do you think about it? Yeah, you know, like the first thing that's kind of popping into my mind, you know, when I think about being a leader, right, is the only way that I'm going to be a leader or have any type of leadership position is if I'm someone worth following, right? And that's a hard thing, right, for us to understand, right? Because if if I say, okay, you know what, like, I'm really good in one area, right? I'm really good in one area. So now follow me because I'm good in that one area. That's really not what leadership is about because sometimes, and I've been in this position where, you know, on my track team, I ended up being a captain, a leader of my team, all because of my ability to run fast, not my actual leadership skills, which is to, you know, one, lead from the front, right? So the, the work does matter, but a big part of leadership that's really like, lacking and i wrote this down is like the honesty and the communication because that's a big part of the leadership role is the ability to pour in right like you got to be able to one go execute so i did need to run fast but that's not the actual most important thing when it comes to being in a leadership position it's can i actually make the people around me even better and that that really is something that we're kind of losing form on leadership and i think social media is playing into that role because now we're losing sight of it's credibility first more than charisma (laughs) and we're giving leadership roles and leadership position to the charismatic right to people that you know look good right you talk well but ultimately if you can't actually get somebody to do something more than they would have done on their own then you're probably not in a leadership role Right. Because that's a big part of leadership is you're bringing people along probably where they won't go on their own. Right. And so if you can't do that, if you can't inspire men, if you can't inspire women to actually step out of their comfort zone, become uncomfortable, become comfortable being uncomfortable to go down a new path. We're missing some of those leadership type qualities and leadership type skills, man. You know, and I and I always think about that. You know, that's a big part is like. A lot of the stuff that I talk about is just from my own personal experience because I know what I was like at 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, not really understanding how much my leadership ability is going to be based off my ability to develop myself and develop my skills and develop my communication and develop my ability to stick to my word and all these other little things that start to play a role. So I kind of start there, man. But leadership is something that when you talk about an organization winning, Right. The NBA title, NBA finals just finished a whole nother thing. But when you talk about an organization winning, winning, the leadership has to be done from the top and it has to be right from the top. Because if you just got good players on the team, but the GM is trash, the owner is trash, the coach is trash, you're not winning. The culture is trash. Yeah. We we, we forget that 
anything successful is run by a proper leader, period. Yep. And, and anything that grows in speed but lacks the leadership is just on a flat tire eventually. It's, it's on finite time just because the more seasons that come, literal seasons of, of basketball and life, the more that all these things are going to be exposed. And it's like the, the less solid you truly are with the structure, with the culture, with how you treat people, with how people are cultivated, you need the newbies to eventually become some of the solid players. You need the solid players to be leaders. You need the leaders to be the GM. Like you need that flow of not only command and communication, but like demonstration, right? And I think that's part of the core thing you were saying earlier. Like you do have to demonstrate. You know, there's there's only so much that you can communicate, but if you can truly demonstrate it and kick back a blueprint gracefully, like without holding and gatekeeping because you're afraid someone might catch up, that's when you get un just ending trust. People will follow you. People will know that you're not hiding something. It's not a bait and switch. There's no rug to pull under. It's like, and and that's it's weird in fitness. It's on social media speed there's a lot of things that we could just go in all directions with but like i think that's a big part of it on a team aspect if you're on a track team you're in high school or college and it might be weird animosity or energy it's like some of the leader wants you to do better just not better than them and it's a little (laughs) you know right it's frightening to see an up-and-comer rising the ranks but maybe that up and comer really looks up to you and just wants to make you better too. But if you're not absolutely confident in your process and your character and how you treat people, I say this all the time, not as a a virtue flex, just because it's an effort I make. Like my biggest insurance is how I treat people. Because if I help anybody who goes on to use any advice or counsel or anything I give, they're coming back with a thank you to me. And I don't need a royalty or for a pay or anything, but I do want the winners on my side. So I'm going to cultivate winners that aren't resentful or angry at me. Like I'm going to make sure I just do it right. Because the truth is like, I would think about the speed secrets concept. It's a secret, right? It's not out there. What are we doing sharing this stuff, Marcus? We're trying to go to the Olympics. Like what? if, If I have Marcus training the same way I do, and I know he has a head start, what chance do I ever have at beating him? But if you really think about it, what Brendan will run the fastest of his life? The one that doesn't have a training partner like Marcus or the one that does? Like, let me not fear other people's progress as if that could ever disrupt mine, you know? And even social media. I hope you don't mind me sharing this, but like I gave Marcus some tips on social media six, eight months ago could tell he was communicating well he was really convicted on training he had a story I was like, this is beautiful and so I just gave little tidbits I didn't do it for you but I gave you you know here's what I learned about social media the editing this that Marcus blew past me in social media started going viral and in a good way connecting with people I'm just sitting there in the sidelines like dope <laughs> like I'm glad there's not even a like hint of what about me it's like bro we all have different race races to run and uh plus i get to do a podcast with this guy so 
blow up, please. Bring it back home. But that's what it's got to be like. There's too much giving, but fear that you might take it and actually really do well with it, you know? And it's a lack of confidence. It's a lack of, I think, like, see the whole game wrong. No one can make you run a slower race. Period. Mark just said he ran his fastest PR getting fourth place in the race or something. Period. Multiple times that's happened like that, you know? Um, Man, you know, another thing that's kind of popping on my head because, you know, you hit it on social media, especially coming off these posts and, and it's cool, right? Like definitely now I got more followers than I ever had. And one of the things that I talk about, because being on social media as an influencer, right? Let me, I'll just say it. Okay. As an influencer, you are a leader, right? Now with that, is it just automatic that you're a good leader or Right. That's that's a whole nother conversation. But what I'm going with is this whole influencer thing, because a lot of people are chasing that. Right. A lot of people are chasing fame on social media. We don't want to say it like that, but they are to chase that type of role. We got to remember that the most important thing to be is actually influential. Right. So that just kind of ties right back into what I just said. Right. Like in order to be a leader, you got to have people really following you. In order to be an influencer, you have to be influential. Influential how? That means if your message that you're putting out isn't actually making people feel convicted to get up and do something. And even if they do it better than you, if that's not a byproduct of what you're talking about, then you're probably not in that role. Right. So the fact that you, Brendan, were able to see, man, Marcus is trying to figure out this social media thing and you were actually willing to give that information up. Right. That's what I'm talking about with being influential. Right. That's what I'm talking about being a leader, because it's like, what is it in you that you were able to see what I'm doing? And you said, let me add to it, not take away from it, not fear it, not hope that he doesn't pass me. Because these are the things that we try to control that aren't meant to be controlled. If somebody is going to be more successful, they're going to be that way, period. Period, point blank. There's nothing that you can do to control that. So the best thing you can do is to give everything you have. Right. And then watch the seeds that you plant actually start to bear some fruit. That's why it's always about sowing and reaping. You know, for me now, like, I mean, we're we're talking about leadership, right? As a man, as a father, right? Like husband, I'm a leader in this household. So guess what I'm not going to do? I'm not going to lower my standards to engage in any silliness to make people feel good. That's a whole nother thing with leadership that becomes very uncomfortable, right? So if I say, you know what? We're going to always pray before we eat. Let's make it something like that, right? I won't say that's a guaranteed... But let's say that's something that I say, you know what, as a leader of this house, I want us when we sit down at least one meal a day, whatever it is, whenever we sit down as a family, I want us to make sure that we pray each and every single time. Who's that responsibility ain't going to fall on my wife. That responsibility ain't going to fall on my kids. And I'm not looking for them to pick that up because as a leader in a leadership position, that's my job to make sure that standard is being maintained. And that's the hard part about being a leader, right? Because it's like, you can't ever get comfortable with the standard. You can't ever start to make an exception and be like, well, you know, we prayed yesterday, so it's got to roll over today. They don't roll over like that, right? But that's the type of stuff that we try to do. We try to figure out where can I just do just enough work to get to this perfect spot to rest. And that has nothing to do with being a leader, right? Being a leader, like I said, is allowing people to, one, learn to be comfortable being uncomfortable. And that may mean even for yourself and some of the things that you have to say out of your own mouth to hold people to accountability, to hold people to a higher standard. And Brent, I'm pretty sure you can agree to this. As a coach, there are some times where we got to slow a client down that's doing something bad. You might not want to, but it's like, you know, deep down, if you don't say it, they're going to think it's okay. 
They're going to come back, do it again. They're not going to get results. And now you're the bad coach. Yeah. And sometimes because I'm not stepping up. Yep. Sometimes I actually have to, I say, hey, use your hand for assistance real quick. And they're still banging it out ugly. And I'm like, hey, just, just use your hand for assistance real quick. And I'm banging it out ugly. I have to pause and say, okay, we're pausing the session. I really want to break down real quick. I have to stop all of it and be like, exactly. literally, I'm not saying this as a suggestion because I don't think you could. I'm letting you know you have the same goal just to get there the fastest with the least pain and suffering. I'm telling you, you need to use your hand right now. Like on, on that, you trust me, right? Okay, right. Just, just do it. Like, and let's, and let's talk about why you're not, if we need to, but otherwise, because otherwise it can kind of just get in the gray area of, uh, well, like, yeah, no, I'm doing, I'm doing it. It's like, no, 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 we don't just do reps. We're mastering attention. Every rep I'm counting, because if I'm sitting here dialed in staring, I need you to be sitting here dialed in focused control, because that's what we signed up for. And it's, there's no flex of power. Here's a big thing too, I think with leadership is the delivery and demand you make of somebody should not exceed your own humble, actual knowledge and doing of your own actions and your character like you shouldn't ask of somebody more than you're doing first off rip so you have to train on point yourself you have to be in great shape yourself you have to be a demonstration and then two it's not like about abusing power for the sake of it or trying to uh that's why it's uncomfortable is either some people get on a trip about it they get like kind of power high or they are a little bit uncomfortable with the moment of like candidness to get a better, uh, it, it's not even about getting the best outcome. It's not the Michael Jordan, well, we just got to do better, like, and just crushing people and deal with it. It's literally, let's get the best out of you because you want to be here, right? And so um, same thing on track, bro. I had a, my high school coach, my varsity track coach, I ran a four by eight. And I think my PR at the time was 208, pretty whatever. And then this relay, I split like a, a 204. But the guy that I ran against ran like a 158 in the leg. He dusted me. And I walk off and I'm dying. I pretty much fell on the track. They had to scrape me off third leg. And I, I get to my coach. He's like, what was that? I'm like, bro, I think I just PR. I think I just heard 204. It's like, I don't care. You need to run faster. And I literally said, how right. just run faster I'm like, <laughs> and that has burned in my brain forever here's the funniest thing is he's he was the football coach so he would really like just hard on and gridiron mm -hmm. he, he's a he's my little sister's elementary gym coach now gym class Got coach it. and he's a sweetheart nice. he's a sweetheart nice. with the kids yeah, yeah, yeah. he's super nice now but with me yeah. he literally yeah. made me go like into a whole rocky movie grind mode for three months thinking i was inadequate and that's the problem with poor leadership is at least yep. either resentment inadequacy or you just steer people down the path of overuse abuse injury because believe yep. after that meet i started doing pre-school runs before track mm -hmm. practice mm -hmm. two years before my knee injury mm -hmm. and so you can't be out of touch you can't be impatient with other people's progress. You ultimately can't control what the people you're leading are doing. You know, you plant the seeds, you do the best you can, and you uh, you just try to give support. But I think this matters so much to me because we sometimes see 
speed content and train like an athlete content and without calling out unnecessarily individuals or anything. It's just like, it's an example of poor leadership. They're taking a hot topic, a hot key term. They know it's in demand. People want to get fast and athletic and they're mystifying it further because they're trying to lead people somewhere they've never gone. And that's called feeling lost. And so the people who follow are going to feel lost as well. Um, that's why we're doing the Speed Secrets podcast. It's to demystify the whole game, transparent, show it. Yep. And you know, again, like that's a whole nother quality of our leadership, right? And I talked about it is the honesty. Because if you're in a leadership position, now you always have to be thinking pretty much win win, right? You always have to be thinking win win. So if you say, all right, I'm a leader. I'm going to educate people on jumping higher. Plyometrics work only if you're structurally balanced. Right. That's honesty, right? Lack of honesty is saying just focus on plyos. Yeah. Just run fast. Yeah. That's only part of the equation. And so that's a big part of what's happening with this social media thing is everybody has a microphone. So now because everybody has a microphone, we can't actually figure out who has the credibility and who's willing to be so transparent and so honest. You know, one thing that I knew, and this is just, this is a whole nother thing about leadership and why I take it so serious. One thing that I can definitely recognize, man, is like people that get in leadership positions, it's so easy to move and operate out of fear. And that's what drives all the lack of honesty and lack of transparency. It's very easy to not want to, tell your story right because it's like there's one thing to get on the internet and say you know what i'm gonna make this video i'm gonna talk about how these moves help apply metrics it's a totally different thing to get on the internet and say you know what i've been a terrible athlete my whole life i'm on a mission now to get better here's the moves that i'm doing to work on getting better those are totally different messages but what we do is we want to chase the credibility by using our charisma by talking about things that are the truth right because if i tell you these exercises work, but I'm not being fully transparent about who I am, where I've started from, what route I'm taking and how I got there. I'm probably not going to be the one for you to follow because it's easy to, to say, oh, I'm here now. So just look at where I am now. But it's a totally different thing as a leader to take you all the way back and they take you through step one. And then they take you to step two, step three, step four, step five, because that's the only way to really lead somebody anyways. You got to walk at the pace that they're at. If you can't walk at the pace of the people that are following you, right, to really make sure that they're on the board, then you're probably not going to be in a good, successful leadership position. Now, on the flip side of that, one thing I will say, and this is just a whole other PSA on how not to waste too much time. If you are leading people and you find yourself constantly repeating the same things over and over again, you might have the wrong people. <laughs> right? <laughs> this is a whole other thing. Because if I'm telling somebody about speed and we go to the track and we work on speed and they see that what I'm talking about works, but then they go watch another video online and they say, well, what about this topic? And they go try it and it doesn't work. And then we're rinsing and repeating that type of cycle. Yeah, that person probably just needs to be let go for a little bit. <laughs> so they can go get clear, right? That's a whole nother thing. So when Brendan talking about, you know, you can't control the people that are following you, he's 100% right. But you also got to know, too, as a leader, when it's time to detach yep. <laughs> and stop being delusional about having the wrong people following you. Because if the wrong people are following you, 
that's also going to cause a frustration as a leader as well, right? Like people got to be bought in, right? That's why I keep going back to it. Like in order to be a leader, somebody has to be following you. And if they're following you and if they're the right people, you're not going to have to do too much training and developing because they're going to be doing that for themselves because exactly. they're going to be looking to you as a leader and seeing what you're about. And they're going to want to be like that in their own lane, in their own life, with their own story, with their own family, with their own speed, with their own whatever. But if that's not the case, then we got to assess ourselves as leaders or we got to assess the people that are following us, right? And ask, what, what message are y'all getting from me, right? Because if you're getting the message that there's a quicker, shorter, faster way, then I'm doing you a disservice as the person that's telling you this is the rap, right? So it's a two-way street a little bit, you know? But it is about knowing when to let go, right? That's another part that we don't really talk about enough, man. You ain't going to make everybody successful. They got to want it. Yeah, you got to put seeds in fertile soil. You know, otherwise you're going to start to think that seeds don't work. You're going to think that what you're delivering isn't, isn't real. And that takes discernment and some experience as well. And that takes you being, there's, there's sticking points. There's going to be points where it's really uncomfortable to like have to let go of some people or to change your messaging or like, that's the test of it. Um, but what I will say is there's enough people out there who want the truth of what you've gone through and what you can lead. So the scarcity idea of if I let this go or even clients or anything that's not the perfect fit towards what you need to accomplish with somebody, it, you're just looking at it from a closed-minded fear stance because it's not true. People are really hungry for this. And the irony of me sharing my story, you know, the whole reason I kind of decided the Olympics was in part a personal mission how cool would that be but in large part it was already when I was on this path of trying to become a leader and I was so frustrated that the charismatic not the credible had the largest microphones and the thing about credible credible doesn't mean credential credential no. can be gained on a no. week and then you That's keep it forever Credibility is built every day. Every time I speak is an example of my credibility forming and being tested. And so it's a real test every single day, every conversation, every trip to the mall or trip to the grocery store and you get to talk to somebody. Like I practice 10 times a day on somebody out there. Um, little tidbit, that was a side piece. But what's ironic of the Olympic story is I just got so fed up with like, damn, nobody's going to believe me unless I'm the fastest man on earth. So I set out, I'm like, I'm going to have the greatest speed transformation ever to make sure all that misinformation is no void compared to me. I'm going to have the loudest microphone because I'm going to be the fastest ever. And the irony is while that may have some truth, the irony is people are so hungry for truth that through just transparency, and through documentation of my journey and thorough, clear communication, people are already putting us ahead of all the other nonsense. And so it's like, oh, word. So truth really does break through the noise eventually, even without all the shine. I thought yeah. you shine to catch right. attention. Same. You're not both. People are, people are hungry for it. So... I'm gonna still, I'm gonna still aim for that, but it's cool to know I don't have to wait to get on a, I don't have to wait to the, I was literally thinking the post race interview, I'm gonna sit there and I'm gonna, I'm gonna say the jig is up. Anybody can become an Olympian and like anyone can do this and the world would be pissed off this track world. I wouldn't have an opinion, but go look at my mile split. 
and you guys discuss it. But the, the fact is, that's not even the that's icing on the whole cake. The cake that's being built is all the state champions that are coming from this podcast because there are some. I just want to put that in here. I have the DMs. Like, there's people making states that weren't making states. There's people back to running after being injured all the sophomore year from this podcast. And the dope thing about true leadership is good leaders cultivate other leaders. And so that's a beautiful tree of network that will all stem back to this message that speed is not just for the gifted and you are not inadequate because some high school coach tore you up like you did me. And this is a conversation that then can segue into every facet of life. It's a beautiful thing. Um, and I know we're on the same, same wavelength with that. So yeah, man, it's a, uh, I'm learning a lot throughout this whole thing. You hit the nail on the head. You hit the nail on the head, you know, like that's what, that's what we do this podcast for. You know, I'm pretty sure we appreciate every single one of y'all that listens, you know, and I'm pretty sure everybody understands that about us. Like we here to just cut it straight. Right. Like, so if there's things that's being said and it makes you a little uncomfortable, that's a good way to assess what part of your ego are you holding on to, right? <laughs> it's like, because if something's triggering you and you're like, ah, I don't know about the leadership thing, it's like, then that's probably something you're holding on to of an ideal of what you think is correct. Because we're only here to tell the truth, man. And again, the truth is going to stand the test of time. So I appreciate everybody, man. You know, that's all I really got, bro. We hit it. Thanks. I uh, got you. Hello.